0: 17, and now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's Afterbuzz TV's Revenge After Show. Yes, there we go. I love it. Welcome,
1: everybody. Bing is for doing, as you guys may know, and we're here doing another Revenge After Show for Season 1, Episode 21, called Grief. Quite the episode, mm-hmm. very somber, very, uh, I mean, we were screaming at each other in this <laughs> in the in this screening room. Um, I, of course, am your host, Phil Svitek, joined alongside a smaller panel today, but nevertheless a strong panel, <laughs> starting with...
2: Hi, I'm Kim Lai. Yingling. <laughs> Yingling.
1: And alongside her...
2: And I'm Gabrielle Loren. Hello.
1: I gotta say, I really <laughs> like having, like, a full desk. Like, I feel, like, really in control oh, right thanks, now. I should kick uh, off more people. Uh-huh. No, I didn't kick anyone off. They just, unfortunately, uh, Dorinda's out of town. And uh, Catherine Tulich, she's, uh, she's at an event. But, uh, but I do like my desk. So we'll see if the quality goes up mm-hmm. on my side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get right into it. Let's talk about Charlotte and uh, Declan. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't we talk about Declan first? And, and uh, you know, we knew we were headed for disaster when he brought in the new boo.
3: Yeah, I'm going to call her the new boo. I didn't realize. At first I thought I didn't realize it was going to be a study buddy. Um but you could tell that there were sparks. That something mm-hmm. was gonna happen. I mean yeah. that was just such a given. Yeah. But I think something needs to happen. I don't know if that'll like develop. I think it seems it will. like they have a connection. She's a little more grounded yeah. than Charlotte.
1: No, I mean I, I think it was kind of headed that way. Um but what was said in that way? Their kind of romance. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he saw Charlotte, he knew he had made a mistake and 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 whatnot. What was what was? Not, and this is just a general note for the episode. Mm-hmm. What was nice is we were kind of predicting things as they were happening mm-hmm. because we had the dramatic irony. <laughs> but. It, it made us still enjoy it nonetheless.
2: It's like mm-hmm. the typical effed up situation that you see in reality where like the guy stays with the girl who has so many problems. Like she's a drug user. Her family's mm-hmm. messed up. Like caught in between this whole circle of lies. Yet he has this really cute girl like that he's studying with and she's into him and he like sees Charlotte in a second and he's over her. You know what I mean? It's just so typical. Well, we don't know if he's over her yet. I mean no, they, I it think just they're ended develop. right with Charlotte but, leaving. But you would see you the know. feeling in his face when Charlotte walks in. I agree with you, Kimai. I think mm-hmm. that yes, something's gonna develop there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you see him like revert back to Charlotte right but, when she walks in. But that's
3: in. still very fresh.
2: It
1: yeah. is it's still very fresh, but what was what was so tough is that, you know, he's been begging to like have this moment with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all just looked at each other like, why this moment? Like
3: just don't <laughs> it what, just uh, had to happen. New the boo, way
1: don't it come happens. out of this. Don't come out of the shower. Mm -mm. But.
2: I mean, in revenge, it's funny. Everyone loves to just go to people's houses without, like, knocking on doors or, you know, asking Mm -hmm. to come over. They just walk right in.
1: Well, to be fair, (laughs) he he lives at a bar. And so,
3: she knows.
2: But then, like, look at freaking Emily. Everyone's peering in her windows. It it happens all the time, you know? People are always stalking other people. You know what? Was Ashley doing there? now?
1: We'll get to that. Oh, my Lord. We'll get to
2: that.
3: Okay, so back to Charlotte and Declan, real quick. I do think that, um, I think it's a game changer now that she is not paying for his school mm-hmm. because that's her way of holding on to him a bit and now that he's becoming a little more independent of Charlotte I mean yes she got him in but now Nolan's taking care of him I feel that, um, well, that was the she first, feels him slipping away. Let's talk about it. I'm going
1: to call him like arrows right that was the first arrow mm-hmm. in her heart and then um, mm-hmm. then she sees the girl and wow you've moved on so fast and mm-hmm. that, that's actually a good point the money being the first one mm-hmm. so very good yeah observation
3: thank you so much um
1: but and Charlotte just completely she her it's, um, what do you call it? The, the vice, right? Uh-huh. Not, not like a um, vice as in something bad that you do, but vice that, that just grips you, right? Okay. She's caught in all of this, and she's just ready to explode. Poor mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. The family problems, the therapy, and then, you know, going to the drugs.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, she just finds out she has a new dad. The dad she has wasn't really her dad all these years. Her mom and dad are fighting. Her fake dad. Daniel's going through all this stuff. I mean, I can't imagine... How she's coping, well, obviously she's coping by taking Oxy, but it's it's a lot, even in TV land.
2: It makes me so upset because now even Daniel's messed up and he's caught in this freaking mess, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, Charlotte's really alone right now. Yeah. At first, like you know, in the beginning of the season, I'm like, oh, it's, you know, it's Daniel and Charlotte. They're both struggling. But now it's just Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Like, Charlotte's the loner by herself. It
1: mm-hmm. really is. And, you know, uh, and to, to your point, Gabby, I think that's very good. You know, um, at the, you know, uh, Dan's always said he's got to get out of the family. That's the only way to escape. And yep. Charlotte, you know, she has that same line. And in fact, that's what she's trying to do I don't know we don't know if she's successful or not or Mm -hmm. will be who knows but that's what she's trying to do and and the tough part is she thought she could trust Declan and he breaks her heart there's nothing in the world for her to hold on to
3: Mm -mm.
2: yeah but I think she came to the realization in this episode that he didn't do it to hurt her necessarily I think she's kind of coming to those terms because when you look at it coming from her perspective it's like she has this messed up family And then, look at Declan, like, he's normal. And I feel like now she's starting to get, like, okay, Declan was the only normal good thing in my life. Mm -hmm. I think that she's realizing that now.
1: I think she is, too. But the fact that he moved on, in her mind, he moved on so quick, whether or not, at the end of the day, uh, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, you guys are girls, so you would know better than I would. But regardless of whether or not something had happened between Mm -hmm. the two of them, the fact that... Like, like, it's still suspicious, and even if he has this friend companion, it it doesn't matter. You know, he's moved on in that sense. Whether he slept with her or not is irrelevant, but correct me if I'm wrong.
3: Right, but see, you guys, I don't even think he's moved on. I mean, it's just well, study anybody. We, we, we
1: know he ha- he hasn't, right? But you can see where Charlotte—that's uh, the mind yes. jumps there.
3: Yes, because I mean, this is just a friend. I mean, she's helping. They were tra- okay. Come on, it's like they're studying. You, know? they, they, you lose the do- not yet. You lose the dog, and so she's obviously not Girl, a sociopath. Girl, just a friend. I don't
2: know. She helping took him a look for the dog at his place. No, but she was soaking wet. You guys, the weather was Go horrible. Home. Please. Yeah, well, but, oh yeah, I don't believe yeah that. guys. Do you take showers in guys' apartments? That you take just a met? shower. She got rid of her wet clothes. Oh, but would you do that and just wear his T-shirt and that's it?
1: You know what she should have done. Not
2: even and you only met him once. This is or what you're, you're going to call an awesome oh, transition. She should have
1: bought more clothes on Amazon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she should have. <laughs> <And, right>.
1: uh, <laughs> speaking of speaking of Amazon, uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys buy stuff online.
2: Like underwear and pants, rain gear. <laughs> well,
1: underwear, pants, rain gear, uh, books, DVDs. I uh, know. I mean, the, the the whole gamut. But you, you got the point is you guys do it on Amazon. And so now the cool part is, um, in case you guys haven't heard this awesome news, is instead of going to Amazon directly, you can help out Afterbus TV by going to AfterBuzzTV.com first.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's an Amazon banner there. Click that and then make your purchase, whatever that may be. Again, whether it's Clothes, underwear, books, DVDs, who knows? But, and it doesn't cost you anything extra, and we get a percentage of that, and we get to do more cool things for you guys.
3: Yeah, I think that's an awesome program.
1: I think it's an awesome program, too. Me, three. Um, <laughs> what's not an awesome program is the marriage between um,
2: Victoria and Conrad. Well, oh, I was going to oh, say Daniel and-
1: yes, and uh, I'm yeah. going to backtrack because it's not a marriage yet; it's a proposal.
2: Okay, yeah. I'm like, what? It's
3: only go ahead.
1: <laughs> well, they're headed that way, and and Daniel obviously wants to get married. Yeah, and um, it's it's not the right time for Emily in more sense than one. Mm-mm. Um, but let's t- let's talk about that. Um, let, let's talk about Daniel's shift, if you will. Oh,
3: good. Yes, it's, I don't. I don't necessarily care for it. I don't care for his new alliance with his father. I mean, I think he's getting,
1: he's becoming a little jaded. Um, You don't care for it because it frustrates you, or like I. I I mean, that's that's a strong word. You can't say you don't care about it because that's obviously a very pitiful thing, and mm, you know what I mean.
3: I just, I wish that he wouldn't turn his back so much on his mom.
1: Well, the mom failed him. We we talked about it at length, and I think
3: well, so is the dad, but he doesn't realize it. Yeah, they, he doesn't. They both he has him. no idea. I just wish he wouldn't get. I just wish he wouldn't have switched gears so completely. Like all right. he's all for his dad, and it's like even his thought process of the caring that goes into putting this wedding on for his fiance and it being so public now. It's like his thought process. I'm gonna is I'm going to so- play a
1: fun game. I like. Th- I like that. Um, Are we doing Dan- the therapy session no, like we- they did on the show? I like yes. what
3: I need. <laughs> saying,
1: I like that Daniel thinks you know he wants peace in the family and things like that. But what he at the end of the day, what he really needs is a, as he says, 100 percent transparency. And his father is the only one that's given him that. And um and at this point, with the evidence that Victoria handed over, um, mm-hmm. which we'll talk more at length about, but um you know um it's too late
3: for Daniel and his dad.
1: No, for for Victoria to kind of restore whatever mm-hmm. there may have been. Um, now, uh, the grasp that Conrad has Dan in is too strong. hmm So.
3: I think it'll eventually come out. I think Victoria needs to stop. I think her giving up the evidence was very, very good. I think the less she does, because stuff always comes out. Mm-hmm. It will come out, and he will see the other side, and I think then he will go back to his mom, because he will see you think so? the other side. You think
2: so? Yeah. Gabby, what do you think? I definitely think, and you know, it's funny, because they also said in the episode, um, well, I, I, I just, sorry, I'm like losing it a little. I feel like um, Victoria has, like she said before, she's always looked out for her children, and mm-hmm. I think she has. She's right. She has. Every decision she's made, she's. Sacrificed true love mm-hmm. to fight for her children and give her children, you know, a better and life. You know what
3: I thought she was going to say, I thought she was going to mention that tonight when Daniel says, you know, whatever the comment you, that the fact that she gave up when she, when she said that thing about, you know, I do everything for you guys. It's just the two of you always, the fact that she stayed married, remember? And she stayed quiet. So yeah. Daniel could have the life and her, that they have. Right. Yeah. She's sacrificed so much. And I thought at that point she was going to actually say something. But, I mean, she didn't. Which yeah. is good. Because I think that for their relationship, it's going to have to come out organically through other avenues. Not so, her pushing it.
2: I would say Go then, ahead. technically. Oh, Gabby. That, <laughs> that she has been there for her children regardless. So I think in this situation, if Daniel should side with anyone, it should be at least, if not both, her, you know, because the father's always been about business and he's going to do anything he can to help the business. Mm-hmm. And that could take place over family. Oh, it does. You know what I mean? And it that- does.
1: But, but guess what? If... If as in this case, you know, you side with the business side of things, which Daniel's doing, mm-hmm. and then guess what? You're protected under that clause,
2: right? And I think Daniel's making a mistake, and I think he's just so wishy washy, and his character actually bothers mm-hmm. me now because I feel like he doesn't make his own decisions. He's very dependent. I feel like he's mm-hmm. um, he's easily manipulated by people, like he's and soft. gullible. Yeah, he's soft. He's not strong. I feel like anyone that's a good manipulator or. um Just someone that can, you know, turn over your opinion Mm -hmm. could easily influence him to change sides in the drop of a hat because he doesn't have a strong opinion about anything.
1: Agreed. I think he's finally starting to get that. But I think to your point, Kim Light, I actually think if Victoria had broken down, then perhaps he would have changed his mind again. And it's, I think that's what he needs from her. And she, you know, it, it, in terms of coming out organically, that's, it's been coming out organically through all these other avenues and that's what makes him angry. He needs her to break down and cry I in think? front of him. That's what he needs from her.
3: See, I think that if she does that, he's going to think she's acting.
2: Yeah, me too. Well, at this I point, think you know, it's not, like she's really she's trying to pull before. out all
3: the cards and now they'll break down and crying and I don't think he would feel bad for her one bit.
2: I think she just wants him to realize for himself the mess that's been created and i think she wants him to come to his own realization but by the judging by this Mm -hmm. episode i feel as though daniel's made his choice he's following the father she's letting her son go she knows she's losing him along with her ex-husband and the business
1: well let's just talk about um emily and dan specifically you know um in terms of them how is emily playing this is it now with the newfound knowledge of who killed her father (laughs) Mm -hmm. is she playing it wrong in terms of the marriage and we obviously know um you know when ashley comes there's a specific reason because she has to get out of there but before that you know when she's the more in the morning you know she can be a little bit nicer to dan and you know it's just making him kind of very suspicious which isn't good emily emily yes is Mm -hmm. making dan very suspicious
3: yes But, I mean, she's getting so much information because she's bugged the office, Conrad's office, and she knows all this stuff. Obviously, she's going to be upset Yes. because his alliance now with his father, it's affecting everybody. And so while she's watching this, I mean, I would be upset, too. And so it's going to be hard to he's not going to know why you're upset. Obviously, she does have a right to be upset. I, it's, it's, I think it's hard to have this kind of knowledge from her standpoint, not be upset, hold it in, and act like everything is okay, you know? It's like... But
1: that's you, her That's been her strength. That's what she prides herself on. Mm-hmm. But
2: I think the turning point came when Daniel didn't speak the truth in the interview. Yeah. I think that's when the turning point mm-hmm. came. And now I think mm-hmm. she's so done with him. Like, any feelings she had towards him, I feel like they're diminishing. And... You can see in this episode that she's just losing it with him. She lost her patience with him, yeah, because she needs she knows she needs to get things done, and he's getting in her way, and she's losing it, and she's showing him her true a little bit of her true colors.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I would agree. Um, I think so too. But what what sucks is that um, we'll talk about the Ashley thing in in one moment. Well, actually, because there's this a oh. uh, precursor it. Um, When she's on the phone with Nolan, giving him instructions, she gives away the address.
3: Oh, I know. You two were having an issue with that. No, no,
2: no. Um, I knew that was. Didn't I say that? I called both of you. I was like, what's the big deal?
1: The big deal is had something happened there, or regardless, it can still come back into play. But, um, you know, if and when something happens. that was the meeting and and conrad can say how easy is it for conrad to say um especially now that they're in alliance with dan you know hey i met um the great haired man at um the address and Mm -hmm. dan was like wait why have i heard that address before emily it's too easy to tie in her you know to something being okay whatever happened you know and then and again he's 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 been suspicious of her before especially with when tyler you know Said all the things he said, mm-hmm. and Daniel's kind of forgiven that. But now this is another. You think thing. that's
2: why Nolan gave the wrong address so that Daniel wouldn't tie it together? No, 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 no. He's protecting no. her. Yes, no, no,
1: no. This, okay. But we're
2: talking about the first time.
1: The first time. The actual address On the phone. when that Conrad was,
2: met him, the yes. white-haired man.
1: That was Remember Emily giving. Yeah, you're right. That was Emily giving instructions to Nolan. Yes. Therefore, it was the actual correct address. Mm-hmm. So you know what? That makes trouble. sense
3: because, especially with what they were showing for next week, um, that could come back because obviously the white-haired man has more knowledge. More, he's he's on to it on the show more next week yes. and takes people. And so that address, you know, obviously it's gonna something's gonna happen with him and his dad, and he's gonna say he met him. That it's gonna happen. What you just said, yeah. You're so, right. I'm just putting it together in my
1: head. And that's so. why that's it's why, why I was uh, Ronnie right. ready for this? <laughs> Ronnie, pull up my um oh, comedy oh, soundboard. Oh no. Oh, no, no I mean, that's a prediction gonna, right you're gonna there. You're going to make a joke. What are we doing? No, no. What are we doing? Find my dun dun dun.
3: No. Cuz as
1: soon as he as soon as she, dun, she dun, gave dun, away dun, the address, yes. It was a uh,
0: dun dun dun.
3: Oh my goodness, Ronnie.
0: Well, well he's got, we got 19 that. different soundboards. <laughs> yes, one are you for talking? you to use! But <laughs> for which you to one?
1: use at your disposal! Comedy crowd? No, I want the dun-dun-dun. Where is that at? <laughs> Marissa, get in there. <laughs> get involved. Marissa's off tuning. All right, anyway. That's All funny. Right. Um, I did well. Dun-dun-dun. I wanted the soundboard. That's me doing it. Anyway. All right. We're very organic.
3: That's
2: me. Here. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of like old school like Nickelodeon shows.
1: Alright, let me take it back. See, Smile. I was trying to I was trying to make the show fun getting us I,
2: off I course. Gave, I gave getting fun. us off course, okay. Gabby. Well, ga- we might as well do
1: No, but we might as well do gamefly while we're doing it and then you guys right. get back on course. So let's, I will tell you about, speaking of all the fun we're right. having, let me tell you some <laughs> other fun you can have. Gamefly, <laughs> baby. Do you guys play video games? No,
3: sometimes. Well, Frogger.
1: Well, is it because they're like sixty to seventy bucks, and you just don't want to pay that kind of money?
2: Yeah, now it's a little hard. But wait, there's a bunch of games on my phone.
3: Play.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, I, but but even I, those are probably sixty. And are not as fun. Come on, let's be honest.
2: Wait, the iPhone ones are free.
1: <laughs> yeah, some uh, are, but, but they're not fun. Anyway, so fun games. Okay, right? They they cost a lot. So GameFly.com. It allows. Um, it's a website. It's basically the Netflix of video gaming. Nice. And uh, so the cool part is that um, we're now kind of teaming up with them. And so if you go to GameFly.com slash AfterBuzzTV. Okay. So remember that. GameFly.com slash AfterBuzzTV. Um, you can sign up for a free 15-day trial. And now the cool part is, again, like Netflix, you get a video game. And you can play it as long as you want, then return it, then get another one, et cetera, et cetera. Oh. And uh, so uh, so really hit them up. 15-day free trial. GameFly.com slash after oh, Buzz TV. Nice. Thank you, Ronnie. Nah. Um, but yes, yeah, so, uh, and you know I what? I thought that was the dun dun dun. No, that wasn't the dun dun dun. Um, no. No. Just, just can you try on your own time? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> go to, Ronnie, go to <laughs> Gamefly.com slash After TV. Sign up for all the games and you, you can play your soundboards. You can play other video oh games. Goodness, and by the so way, it's, it, it covers the whole gamut. You, whether you have a PlayStation, <laughs> an Xbox, uh, Wii.
3: Commodore 64?
1: Perhaps.
2: Atari? I think the I Revenge fans, fans for those, love but, it,
1: yeah. But, um, you know.
2: Nobody's going to be buying video games anymore. That stinks.
1: Yeah, but they're going to be playing them, so who cares?
2: Yeah, it works.
1: Gamefly's going to buy them, so that way you don't have to. There you go.
2: Yeah, okay, whatever. Um,
1: <laughs> but back to the marriage. Okay. Um, uh, let's talk about Ashley and and, and the meeting downstairs. Mm-hmm. So, well,
3: first can I say I, I really, really, really love that Emily's bugged Conrad's office. Yes, that's all. Thank you. I just really <laughs> wanted to put it out there. No, so, I, 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 it's just knowledge is power, and you know what? That is a great way to stay on top of things.
1: And she's finally get she's able to pull all this evidence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, and she is learning all these things. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but in terms of I I really hate Ashley. I'm I, just I know to all it. of us. I Who likes Ashley? I don't, Raise don't know her hand. what the
3: deal is.
1: No one's raising I just, their I hand.
3: Know, I don't like her character much. I don't know if it necessarily. Her and Daniel should it, get it married and go off somewhere. Oh, I think Seriously. that's at the very beginning. Obviously, she was trying to get into the family. Yeah. I think that would have been fantastic that's for her. How it
2: will end. <laughs> and Emily Perhaps.
3: kind of put a
1: little kink in that. Yes, but um, obviously, uh, Daniel's growing closer to Ashley because you know um, now they're forming a trio with Conrad. Well, actually, I would say a quad. What what would you call it? Let's call it. A well, quad. who is it? It's just the three it's of them: Lydia, Conrad, Ashley, and Dan. Oh. That's the the the, the four yeah. legs. I forgot
3: but, um, about Lydia. So <clears throat>
1: Ashley wants to help, and obviously um, Emily is. She's texting Nolan, and 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 again, it's just it just sucks because I this as as we're going to predict more is going to come back. The fact that and 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 as soon as Daniel pulled that phone, we all <gasps> went.
3: I'm sorry. I so thought he was going to look at her phone.
1: Yeah, that uh, could have been such the a bad moment.
2: Cinematography Ooh. of this. The. Close up of Daniel's facial expression when he heard the address just tells you it's coming back.
1: That's in all. the preview that we saw.
2: No, I'm saying like in that room when Emily was on the phone, mm-hmm. they see you. They did a close up on Daniel's facial expression.
1: Yeah. Oh, after she
3: said and he was like,
2: it was kind of like a ah. What are you doing? Mm. Kind of like. And
1: and, and here, what's also interesting, I really want to know. They didn't show this to us, but how long he might have been actually listening. Because he, he, he walks in, and granted, yes, that could have been um, him just walking in mm-hmm. without having heard anything, or it could have been him um, there for a while,
2: mm-hmm. listening to
1: a few things, and then storming in like, you know, like you kind of typically do, and then, what's up? And then see how they react. And obviously, she reacted very suspiciously, oh, I'm just calling the uh, charity or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. He was on to her, though.
1: Yeah, he he's knows. so on to her.
2: Definitely, and, and, especially after what happened with Tyler.
1: Yeah. A few EPs ago.
2: Please, they don't trust each other mm-hmm. anymore. That went out the window five episodes And I, th- ago.
1: I think you are right to point that out, Gabby, because if you see him, I don't know if his arms are crossed, but, you know, he's definitely very um, straight and very stern. hmm And he's kind of looking over his shoulder like he doesn't give a F.
2: Mm-hmm. Wait, in the room when he hears the address?
1: Daniel. Well, it doesn't give an F about her. Certainly Uh-oh. about the address, yes.
2: Yeah, well, I just saw the aha moment, like, something's going on. Yeah. She's up to something in his facial expression. So that's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure.
1: But you are, I think you are absolutely right in that. It's gonna come back. It will. Um, and then, uh, we can't talk, uh, th- finally, the, well, the making out, <sighs> you know, we've been waiting for Jack and Emily to kind of finally oh, grow wow. back together, and the big thing was that she was actually falling for Daniel, and now she's just, Reberting no, she made that. her
2: decision. You know what? She That dog, because Sammy was sick and passed away, it's like losing another family member, but mm-hmm. for both of them. You,
1: and that was sheer brilliance <laughs> in the way, I, out of things that were going to happen, mm-hmm. I did not actually predict that Sammy would come on the doorstep of Emily and that she'd find him. That was totally unpredictable, and I really liked the way they wrote that she in. Mm-hmm.
3: I do, dog. too. And you guys, I, it definitely brought Emily and Jack back together. And it's like, and he said it too. I, I wrote it and then he said it. <laughs> but it's like, it was his only connection to Emily or Amanda. Yeah. You know, back then. Um, and if Nolan, we still, we got to get to Nolan. If, we will. this we will make sense? But Nolan doing what he did tonight, intervening, if he wouldn't have done that tonight, she wouldn't have been at the house for the dog, for Jack, at the kiss,
2: none of it would have happened. And that's and so the realization. So it was meant she, to happen. And she all came of to it. that.
1: She mm-hmm. came to it.
3: But I wrote it first.
1: <laughs> there you go.
3: Um,
2: also, mm-hmm. I feel like um, if you heard what Jack said when they were outside digging the grave for Sammy, he said um, to Emily how. Well, um, oh, I'm losing my train of thought again.
1: Well, he, he was saying how you know the dog was you know it was always led him oh, to her. No,
2: that's not what I was gonna say. They because they kiss. He said, "So what are we gonna do now?" or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Dun, and she dun, dun, dun. said, "I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, what does that mean? What are we going to do now? As in, they're they're going to be having an affair, and this is going to be prolonged. That's what I was getting. That's what I was getting.
1: And I think I, you know, I think it is a genuine moment for her, um, mm-hmm. in the sense that I think sh- this was unexpected. Yes, and and it really changes up the plan." So to speak, she had this plan. She was going to go down there. She was going to get this gray-haired man. It was going to be the, uh, it was going to be the classic Western standoff. Me or him. I'm okay if I die, but I'm going to die trying. Mm-hmm. And then this happened, and you know now she's swept up in emotion and grief. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And you guys, what was Ashley doing standing outside of the window well, at she- that time of night?
2: Seriously.
1: No. Well, he- don't. Here's she's been. I really like out of the things that I actually. I, I, I like Ashley as a character mm-hmm. in terms of like uh, you know the, the story purposes, but I really hate her and the things she's doing. But she, I, the one thing I didn't agree with her on was when um, they were doing the wedding planning, and a- Ashley says to her like, "You're not sorry, so don't pretend to be." That was a really cold dig, and mm-hmm. and you know she's on to Emily, and well, I don't
3: think she wants to be planning their wedding either. You know, I mean, she's working for Conrad, and I think she thought she's going to be doing other things. And planning their wedding is probably the last thing she wants to do. No,
1: I think think she's happy to See,
2: and now, like I said in the screening room, I think Ashley now feels like she's above everybody because of her new job title with Conrad. Like, she feels better than people. So she Mm. is now going to say whatever the hell she wants to say to Emily because she doesn't care. She's not employed by... Emily.
1: Yeah, and and that's why I think she is, sus- she's always been suspicious of Emily. Mm-hmm. Um, and as she says, we don't know your past. Mm-hmm. And Emily w- at that point wasn't really paying attention to that statement. And, you know, that's why now Ashley is going to be spying on her.
2: Damn. So. That was just weird to see
3: her face.
1: Yeah, but it, it, was it, like, wasn't, it wasn't unexpected.
2: Maybe Conrad sent her over to check on them since he knew someone was threatening uh, them yes and, and, no. and spying on them. Ironically,
1: I, I think not because I think I think this is, give Ashley a little bit more credit. She's taken on the initiative on her own. I don't think Which she But she does it. well. She does.
2: She has d- done that quite a bit in yeah. past episodes.
1: And she hasn't always been right, but, <laughs> but this time. I don't time, know
2: if like my neighbor's assistant was coming and creeping in my windows <laughs> late at night.
1: Well, obviously it's not I'm, a thing that you want, <laughs> but.
2: 911, <laughs>
3: right? <laughs> I
2: thought it was going to be Daniel.
1: That's what we thought. Yes, mm-hmm. that would have been the predictable thing, yeah. though. And it yeah, wasn't predictable. It wasn't.
2: That also was a, a very genius shot because it was like you didn't see who was peering through the window, but it was the perspective of the person peering through the window. And then they did the close up of Ashley's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that, was a,
1: that was a big aha moment for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then as they're digging the grave, I really, you know, um, to fully bring Jack and Emily together. Mm-hmm. You know, he says, like, every time, you know, Sammy would leave, he'd always leave me here. And I've been holding, as, holding on to Amanda. But you know what? Maybe it's time to let her go.
2: And she said, "You need to let her go." Yeah. Which that also surprised me too. Does that well, mean she's she st- well? But I think she means the other Amanda. No, she does. But at the same time, it's like, does she want him to just like that? Also means that she's not willing to tell him the truth anytime soon.
1: No, I, if I, he sa-
2: if she speaks like that, I,
1: think she I don't will. think so.
2: Well, then he doesn't need she's to say s- let her go because if he actually, if she actually came forward and said the truth. I mean, he would understand why he's been feeling this way all this time. Mm -hmm. And it really wasn't about the Amanda.
1: Well, I think, uh, and and I promise we'll get to Nolan right after this. Um, But in terms of, she's finally apologized to Nolan for the first time ever. And now, you know, she's she's forming a mini alliance in her own right. And now she can trust Jack. And I think she can finally come out. And I think there was a good quote by Victoria. She said, you know, um, there's three sides to every story. And right now we've got Conrad, we've got Victoria, and we've got Emily's camp. Emily Van Camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, pun intended there. Uh huh. Um, so that's my thoughts on that. But let's talk about mm-hmm. Nolan and the gray-haired man.
3: Wow. I knew something was going to happen with the gray-haired man coming back, but I thought it was going to happen while Nolan was acting as the cable guy. And why was he not more careful? Did he not think that this guy, I just don't, his brain doesn't well, work like Emily's. Like, you gotta he, be so cautious. Of course, the dude's gonna follow him.
2: I mean, it was just you know, a very, it was kind of like an obvious thing, cause it's like. Which one? You know, I mean, the whole situation being that Conrad approached this gray haired or white haired guy mm-hmm. about, you know, you're following my, you're, you're spying on my kids. Don't threaten my family. Um, if you do, I will make sure this will be the end of it, or whatever. So, I mean, I think being that he had it in the back of his head, well, somebody in this camp, in Mm -hmm. his own camp, Mm -hmm. is spying on this family and threatening them. I need to find out who it is. Somebody knows about what's going on. You heard him on the phone. He said, somebody is on to us. So, I mean, he's obviously very, and that was right before Nolan walked through the door. Mm -hmm. So, he's being very cautious and analyzing everything. And, I mean... I mean, it was just a little clear that there was something fishy going on. It's going to be suspicious, for sure. I do want to say, make note of all the clocks in the room. I bet you he has cameras in that room, in those clocks. You never know, or something. Because, I mean, I'm sure this guy is some kind of crazy businessman. What, man. is he going to watch himself? In No, well, I mean, I'm sure he has characters coming through there every day, making business deals. Whatever he's doing, I'm sure he's... Doing something like that. He has something mm-hmm. in those clocks. Those, those clocks are there for a reason.
1: Well, could they be there for... Um, again, I, I'm really trying to pull at what those clocks all mean. But, mm-hmm. like, let's say um, let's say someone does tamper and, and set something up. Then he can tell if one clock is different from the... I don't yes. know.
2: Yeah, that's also another thing.
1: I mean, to me, in Man, the basic sense... He's
2: OCD or something.
1: The, the basic sense is that, like, uh, all those clocks ticking. We're at a ticking time bomb and things are going to happen because we're reaching the finale. But, Symbolism also, but that's that's a real basic mm. that's
2: notion. Ba- that's one. I think that's one element to a bigger story.
1: Yeah. So, but I, I to be honest with you, I don't. You know, um, again, I think I think you actually have more more thoughts on it than I do in terms of what the clocks mean because I really don't know.
3: Well, I thought it was interesting when Nolan was watching the camera on the clocks. You know, of the and, guy in the yeah. house, and he's like eight twenty. He sees one of the clocks that says eight twenty. It's clearly not eight twenty. Yeah. So the guy. Uh, obviously then the guy shows up at the house yeah. and uh, gets but, Nolan.
1: Um, in terms of, I mean, I, Nolan thought he had it quite good. Mm. You know what I mean? He had, he, you know, he stole the guys. As he says, you know, he he got the uniform. he He did satellites and things like that. And he messed up the whole thing. So it was, you know, he went through quite some proper channels Wait, it,
2: can I ask you guys a question mm-hmm. though mm-hmm. when he said it's not 820 was it because he was looking at a clock that's at 820 or mm-hmm. the time code on the video he was you know no,
1: it was it was. there clock. was a clock it was the clock in, in, in the gray haired man's office or whatever it is and he checked his watch and the times were different See, meaning it wasn't a live feed
2: but mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say now is don't you guys get it those clocks have shit in them there's obviously, like, he knew that there was a video camera in there, and I'm sure he has video cameras elsewhere, and I'm sure that he screwed around with things, so that knowing that Nolan did this, so that when Nolan was watching, he'd be off.
1: Yeah,
3: because no, he well,
2: he saw the man in the apartment, yet the man came yeah. through the door.
1: No, and, and obviously, uh, you know, now I the point being we're we're kind of- underestimating this gray haired man.
2: Oh, for sure.
1: And Nolan for sure he did,
3: which we shouldn't. I mean, really, if you think about it, look at what he's done, and he's been so involved with the Graysons, and so involved in covering so many things up.
1: Yeah. Um, Poor but,
2: Nolan you know, and, and he just he, gets in the middle of everything like he gets beaten up. <laughs> but let's talk let's talk
1: um, about the then, scene um with Emily and Carol because uh, you know, that's that's a pivotal scene in terms of why Nolan did what he did.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um gosh, what is, what did she say? I
3: thought that was so smart of Nolan. I'm just I'm glad. It just brings a human element to it, I feel. It does. And to have her show up, I just thought Nolan For him to do that, for him to give her the wrong address and have his aunt go to the place, the other place where she gave him the address too, to be there for Emily. I mean, he is so trying to take care of her. And Mm -hmm. he's really, really trying to help her make better decisions. Or, you know, as he said, he give her more options. He doesn't want her to kill anybody. Yeah. I mean, but she really.
1: And and the mother is brought up. The mother is finally brought up. I thought more was going to be said about the mom. I think I think more could have been said, but at least they did hint to it. And I think um, at the end of the day, what, what, what Nolan was presenting was, you know, the idea of uh, going back to the, what the father said in, in, mm-hmm. in the letters or whatever it was, you know, not every day is a bad day. Mm-hmm. And so Emily's been having a series of bad days. And finally, sure. this con- you know, you know what? Learn that in the despite of all of this, you know, Nolan is a true friend and mm-hmm. so every day doesn't have to be bad, be bad. Um, losing Sammy was bad but guess what now you've gained but look Jack. What came out of it yeah. exactly so every not every day has to be so grim despite right. this revenge that you're undertaking
2: mm-hmm. and you know what going back to the whole like Carol showing up where at the Falls address I love that scene because I think Emily needed to hear everything Carol said like, she needs to listen to someone, and I think Carol kind of stepped up and took that, like, mother figure. Yes, she hasn't had, had one. And she, she kind of stepped up and acted like a mother figure to her. Like, Emily, what would your father think? Nolan was protecting you. You do not want to go down this road. Like, you're making the wrong decision.
1: Yeah, You know mm-hmm.
2: what I mean? And I love that she stepped up and, like, told her how it is. And you saw yeah. Emily's weak moments in that scene because the way she even responded, she was, like, visually... You could see that, like... She was, she was upset. ruffled, yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah, and while an honest it, moment. And while, mm-hmm. you know, um, in that moment, it, 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 I think at that moment is still processing, but eventually, obviously, it pays off because she finally apologizes to Nolan, which I think we've been waiting for this whole season. She finally says, I, I'm sorry.
3: I think she has a hard time trusting, and she finally does trust Nolan. She yeah. gets it, that he does have her best interest. He really is on her side, and yeah. the fact that now Aunt Carol's in it as well— she has a family,
1: mm. yeah. You know, and Jack too. Now she's Jack. in Jack, you know. And you she's know.
3: starting to that little that hard exterior mm. is starting to get cracked away a little bit.
1: And she says, "I see the light at the end of the tunnel." Mm-hmm. And because you know that the, the light at the end of the tunnel was okay, I'm going to plot this revenge, and that's going to be it. But mm-hmm. now it's going to be, you know what? I can I can f- get this revenge and still have happiness, which is with these people that I love. Mm-hmm. So. You guys want to talk about people who absolutely hate each other?
2: Well, actually, before we go into that, talking about people, why don't all you people watching us go on iTunes and comment and rate us on our show tonight, and that would let be us amazing. know what you think? Yes, yeah. we love the comments,
1: and uh, we've we've been getting more and more of them, so we do we 100 appreciate that. Um, you know, it, yeah, as Gabby said, it truly means a lot to us. And the cool part too is, um, well, the other side that we're going to ask you is also to tell a friend. That 's equally as important as reading and commenting because word of mouth is really the easiest way to spread um, the word and get people hooked mm-hmm. and uh, i i've seen the results and I know you guys are doing it, so please continue to do that um, you know i've seen um, numbers kind of grow every week and and it 's not because we're promoting the show um on the typical avenues it 's not like we have a big billboard up no it's because you literally uh, you who are listening right now have told a friend, and guess what? That friend has told another friend, and that's how we grow exponentially.
2: Right, and because of that, we're now <laughs> back in the top 10 on our iTunes Yay! for After Buzz. Most downloaded podcast. Ooh, revenge. Right.
3: Yeah. There we go. Uh, there's Thanks, our After So mm. let's get
1: to number one. Let's get to number one. So continue telling your yes. friend. Yes, and, yes, yes. And, uh, you know, if they're not, and you know what? If they're not fans of Revenge, Make them fans of Revenge. And then yes. tell them about us. Um, so thank you guys for doing that. We really appreciate it. All right. Three people who absolutely hate each other. Victoria, Lydia, and Conrad.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay, am I the only one that was absolutely shocked to see Lydia in the apartment?
1: No. I, I, I sort of was, but I wasn't when, when, when it didn't happen.
3: I, had, I mean, I know we've all been talking about where is she? Is she coming back? I did not at all expect to see her in that apartment I did not expect her to be so smug
1: well I, the one thing that wow that, here's the thing right we we kind of joked about it in our screening room today of like how how last week's episode was totally non-relevant to any of this stuff the one good thing that um, certainly again we got the backstory and that was fun it was a fun episode mm-hmm. but the cool part was knowing that Lydia and Conrad are so close, and that they're so devious, I mean they hooked up on New Year's Eve, and mm-hmm. you know, and so seeing seeing um Lydia with her glass, and then Conrad takes a sip, and then she literally she like looks to him and she's like, "Oh, I gotta take a sip too, so that was fun.
2: do we think that Lydia is going to work with Victoria so that she gets immunity? I,
3: I think she's on the fence,
1: she really is.
3: Because I don't think she knows really who to believe. She obviously doesn't think. Like when Victoria came over and knifed the picture to get the evidence out. I mean, she knew that the evidence was being hidden in there. I mean, I think Lydia was kind of like, oh, my gosh, what did she just do? But there's no way that Conrad would have done that. She doesn't believe Victoria, obviously. She, she does trust Conrad fully.
1: Yeah, But I think the, the, the offer that Victoria made, uh-huh. she, trusts, she, she trusts Conrad and wants to be with Conrad and knows that Conrad's a very powerful, powerful man.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But that offer is very enticing.
3: Yes, but I think like Daniel, she's going fi- to, well, no, not like Daniel, actually. I think Lydia is going to find out too late that she should have. I don't think she's going to go with Victoria. I think she's going to stay with Conrad. And when all oh, when hell hits the fan, or how's it say? What's that saying? Shit hits oh, the shit hits the fan. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean.
3: Um, when that happens, I think she's gonna go. Oh my gosh, I should have sided with Victoria. Yeah,
2: I actually mm-hmm. don't even think Victoria's offer stands legitimate because I could see. I mean, I do think you she's trust screwing somebody? With Lydia. Yeah. Come on, I don't. Do you trust you know? someone that says, "Oh, I'll make sure you get immunity"? No, give me freaking papers, and I want to speak to a federal agent before I'm gonna agree to anything because. You will screw me because you don't like me. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: For sure, I do. I, do. Um, I, I actually think Victoria might be honest about it. You know, I think. Ironically, I think as I've said before, and in, in of past episodes, this is a war, and they're all amassing their armies. And so, if Li- and if Victoria can gain Lydia. Mm she can and uh and you know on uh, genuinely promise her this and and really mean it and follow through with it then Victoria could be a great soldier in this war and especially if, if since she's cl- so close with conrad
2: mm-hmm. you know i wonder in the midst of all this if emily mm-hmm. appreciates victoria trying to like rat out um conrad uh i mm.
1: think I, I don't know i think it's a th- i think right now it's a th- it's three sided and I don't think I don't think Victoria's alliance is with Emily. They're, no. They're, they, 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 you know, I, we could draw a Venn diagram right now. There's there's certain things that people they like about each other that things. Well, Victoria are, they, doesn't are know anything
2: about Emily, but I mean Emily in regards to Victoria.
1: No, I know, and I think again, I think uh, again, if we drew this out, you know, there's crossover things that some things that Emily's doing to Victoria that are actually helping Conrad and things like that. But you know, at the end of the day, they have different agendas. All three of them. Hmm.
2: But also, Definitely. I, I, I see the need for Emily to have anyone come forward and tell the truth. You what? know, she wanted that with Daniel, and she wanted that with Treadwell. She, You know what I mean? In every situation, but nobody really came through with it. So I feel like, would she be appreciating what's going on right now, that Victoria's yeah. actually trying to release the truth?
1: I think, um, and as, as you've stated in the news and gossip, um, Gabby, I think... I think it's headed down that way, but it'll take a long, long while before Victoria and Emily stand together victorious uh-huh. in an embrace of, you know. Yeah. In a That's hug.
3: not going to happen anytime soon.
1: So. But it will. But it will. Um, anything you guys want to add before we head into a commercial?
3: Um, how about the check that Daniel gave
1: Jack? Yes. Oh my gosh.
3: It. I mean, that was a pretty significant amount. And I think that he was doing a typical Grayson move by buying somebody off.
1: It could have gone two million. I am Why pay only you? one? I know.
3: I thought one was a little low. I have to be honest with you. In my head, I'm like, oh, that's really not a lot.
1: Yeah, that's like should two have given cents him to him.
3: More. <laughs> so is it insulting, or is it really a good thing?
2: Um, it's
1: insulting in both sense. But, <laughs> like that, he's trying to pay him off, and then it's such a low amount. Mm-hmm. But he
2: knows that... To Jack, that little amount is like every like that's a lot of money to him. But that's I why just, it's insulting because it's like terrible.
1: here, go gesture. I'm gonna give you what to me is pennies,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: you go off running thinking it's a, it's a lot of money.
3: But I like Nolan's comment about um, you should go ahead and cash that because if you, I mean if you don't take this money, they're gonna find another way to keep you quiet. Yeah. So just take the money. It's not you're not, you're not you're not a charity case. I wish Jack wouldn't have said anything to. Dan- Jack is such an honest person. It's like sometimes he, you don't have to say everything you think. And I really wish that he would not have said anything to Daniel about knowing what he knows about the guy that was in jail and got killed. Yeah. The, the sweatshirt and, you know, all the other stuff with the shooting.
1: I agree. A little bummed
2: about that. I, um, Go ahead. No, well, I was going to change subject because I had something I wanted to bring up. Can I do that? Uh, I'll
1: say, say one. Well, it'll be quick. Um, I also mm-hmm. don't think he should have told Declan anything. about Well, I think he's going to tell a lot to Declan, and Declan's not the brightest tool in the shed. But Mm-mm. go ahead, Gabby.
2: So what I wanted to bring up is that there was a quote um, by Emily, and she said this to Nolan. You don't know what I am or what I am capable of. That I like because she said what I am. Who are you, Emily that's interesting and that's mysterious and what she's capable of if no one doesn't know now what she's capable of what is she capable of and that's I don't know I just thought it was an interesting line they threw in there mm-hmm. I don't know what your thoughts on that is but oh,
1: I, I I agree I mean I think she's <laughs> capable of a lot
2: I mean I think there could be more to even her story
3: oh I think there's, there's definitely more to. there's so much we still don't know Um, and the whole her being capable of I mean he doesn't Obviously, he doesn't want to think she's capable of being able to kill somebody. But she is. So and I she think is. she is, too.
1: He's in the. He's going through the five stages of... of
3: yes, something. the five stages of
1: grief. Let's just list them off because, uh, yeah. you know, uh, we kind of...
3: But it's so true. It's like with life. Whenever you go through anything that brings such a hardship to your life, you do go through these five stages,
1: Yeah, obviously. Well, where
2: does the bargaining come in? That's what I want to know.
1: So let's go down it uh, real fast. Denial. Denial. So, um, in, in today's episode, what would you say that was? What was the denial? Hmm. Some Jeopardy music?
3: I think it has, I mean, I think it's her feelings for Jack, because. Uh, <laughs> nice. There we go. Um, I definitely think the denial is her denying her feelings for Jack. That If I have to pick something from this particular episode, which I know it's, okay. this is pertaining to this So, why episode. don't we do that?
1: So, okay, so that's what you think. Um, Gabby, what do you think was the anger stage?
2: I think it could be between that. I definitely like what Kim Lai said. Or Thanks. denial of, like, what her.
3: But what's father, anger? anger? You're doing number two. Yeah, we'll oh. just kind of. The second stage oh, okay, we'll of grief. Anger. Well, then, okay,
2: so if I'm going along those lines, um, anger because I think she's maybe. She's angry at the world and she's confused. So I think that's her anger no?
1: Okay. Um, mm. Bargaining. Um, I think bargaining... Um, this one's a tough one. I think she's uh, she's bargaining um, with a lot of people. I don't know. That's a tough one.
3: I know. I didn't really get the bargaining one.
1: Well, um, well, I, I think it may come into play later on because mm. now she's going to bargain with the briefcase, which we can talk about more in predictions. But um, mm-hmm. what is it, what is it, did we reach the depression stage in the that case? It was Depression. depression. But have we reached it in that yes, case or no?
2: Because you see her with Carol. She's going through all these emotional like hmm. phases. She's emotionally distraught. She's a wreck. She is a train wreck right now.
1: And then the fifth one, she says, is acceptance. But for her, it's a life sentence without clemency. So, mm-hmm. so there you have it. The five stages of grief. And we're going to take uh, the next five stages to a commercial break. And we're gonna come back. With- <laughs> hey, everybody! John Cumberford here. I've got my Mad Men with me. Kevin O'Degaro, Phil Tech. For all you fans of Mad Men, we're your after Buzz TV hosts of Mad Men. Every Sunday, right after the show, nine thirty, we're breaking down the episode. And you can also check us out on iTunes and YouTube. The following morning, we're gonna get into the imagery, the symbolism, the
0: structure. We give you all the information on Mad Men that the other podcasts out there don't. Very insightful. You're gonna love it. Check us out, please. Hello everybody We are the LA Complex crew And we are here with Andre Fuller from the LA Complex Who plays Caldrick King And you can catch LA Complex every Tuesday night On the CW at 9 o'clock After that come to our AfterBuzz TV show where we do a recap of the LA Complex. We talk about Raquel. We talk about sex tapes. We talk about, you know, relationships. And you can catch us live at 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, AfterBuzzTV.com. If you can't
1: catch us live, go ahead and swing over to YouTube the next day. You can rate, you can comment, watch
0: us. iTunes, same thing. Download, rate, comment. And we would love to hear your feedback. And we love to support, guys. So please, please, please support us and support the LA Complex. Buzz you later. Guys,
2: this is the After Buzz TV crew for the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Woo! Don't forget to tune in every Monday night at 8 p.m. to see... Adrian Barrow. Deanna Vaughn. Susan Hahn. Giselle Ugardi. Buzz you later.
0: After Buzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? He's
3: here here.
0: Hello, hello.
3: Kimla. What were you talking about, Kim <laughs> <laughs> Uh Nothing.
1: Um, well, speaking about what you want to buzz about, um, there's a question on our minds that we'd love for you guys to answer. It's, um, was the grave that Emily was digging at the beginning of the episode, in fact, the same, it, was it meant to, for Sammy or the, the gray-haired man?
3: Yes, so, leave um, us a tweet, comment le- or tweet
1: us. Tweet us. Where can they tweet you?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, you can tweet me at,
2: at Kim Yingling. Gabby? And you can tweet me at Gabrielle underscore Loren. And we just want to point out something. There's two different sides here in in our room right now. We believe that either this happened, the grave, 36 hours before. No, after. And then they went 36 hours before. So Mm -hmm. we think in the studio that it had to do with Sammy's grave only. Yes.
3: I think she was digging the grave for Sammy. I think the shot at the beginning was obviously the shot at the end. Okay, obviously that's like because I know it's right. Um... (laughs) The shot the, the grave is for Sammy because she has That's the same emotion about, yeah. at the beginning oh. as she does at the end. And I don't she's not gonna dig a grave for a white haired person. By the way, let us know your thoughts. <laughs> but Tweet let us. us. Know. She's not
2: that nice. <laughs> you guys have these guys' Twitter handles <laughs> let are us
1: know. Uh, the regular Afterbus T V. Twitter handle is at Afterbus T V. So uh, let us know your thoughts and uh, mm-hmm. let's get on to some news and gossip. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: So for May 16th, News and Gossip Revenge, second to last episode, mm-hmm. we are moving to Sundays on, I mean, not necessarily us at AfterBuzz, but Revenge is moving to Sundays on the second season. What? Um, yes. Yeah, so oh, they well, that's were, a good thing. They will no longer be Wednesday night.
1: That's actually a good thing.
2: And you want to elaborate
1: on that? Well, Sunday's a huge day for TV, Mm -hmm. huge, huge day, and then it kind of diminishes at you know um, the days of the week. So Sunday's huge, then the next one is Monday. Tuesday's less, Wednesday's less. Thursday kind of picks back up, but it's more for it's more for comedy Mm -hmm. rather than like dramatic shows. Um, But but the fact that it's moving to Sunday is huge.
2: And so, also, Revenge is making its way to Europe. Um, it was picked up on British TV's channel E4, which is a digital channel. Nice. Catered to, yes, I know, right, edgy youth um, and entertainment. So, it's going on there. They will. Everybody in um, Britain will be able to see that. And that's going to be later this year, though. Um, and I believe that is my news and gossip for you guys. I know it's short, but stick with us for the last hey, episode. No, that's, that's
1: great news about season two, though.
2: Yeah, mm, you know, I know. We, everyone's so excited. It's season two. I'm so excited.
1: It's it's, it's very exciting. So I let's let's up. let's predict uh, season one finale.
2: <laughs> finale.
0: And now you're your after Buzz TV. TV. It's gonna be a rough one.
1: Well, in terms of this episode, it was, great, it was a great penultimate episode. A lot of things happen, and you know uh, the snowball is spinning faster and faster mm-hmm. down the mountain. Mm-hmm. And the finale is going to be insane, and we're going to see what Gabby. We're going to see mm-hmm. Nolan and
2: Nolan and Emily in in uh, some kind of like Sexy handcuffs, handcuffs, with blood, <laughs> most likely in a basement somewhere. Um, and I'm I predict that it is the white haired man that does this because white is he, or gray. The gray-haired man. No, I think in the show they referred to him as The white white-haired man. man. I, don't I don't remember. But either way, the white and gray-haired man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the white and gray-haired man um, obviously took Nolan in this episode. And, um, you know, Emily's next because Emily's going to figure out Nolan's gone. And For she's sure. going to go after
1: him. And, and she's already preparing right now. You know, but uh, it stopped when, when uh, Daniel comes home. Puts down the
3: briefcase. I know that was awesome. She's gonna grab that. That evidence is
1: hers. But she's also got to do it in a clever manner because she, she can't just take it because then it's just too obvious. Of like for Daniel and be like, wait.
3: I think Daniel's gonna blame his mom.
1: And 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 if she if she does do that right mm-hmm. away, mm-hmm. then um, she she has that something big has to happen and she has, basically has to lock up all these people. You know what I mean? Like she, she can't just take it and hold it as ransom or evidence. Because it's never going to work. It has to pay off immediately if she does do that um, herself.
2: Also, though, mm. if, if you know he put it down in her house, house, it's like um, he knows he put it down in her house. If Emily takes it, he's going to know Emily took it. That's
3: I the, think she creates a scenario. She knows it that it's going to gonna be delivered to the dad. Yeah. So she does create. This is what I predict. She will create some sort of scenario where she will end up with the briefcase. She won't be blamed. Victoria won't be blamed because something will happen
1: that but she be able to thing. take
3: it and it's not going to show up until next season
1: and I think ooh, that's rough um, I think that if she tough. was really smart right now here's what you don't want you don't want it to grab it in transit right now you have it downstairs mm-hmm. and you, mm-hmm. I would create the scenario film will break and whatever has to happen It's in your house. It's a much better chance to grab it now versus in transit or whatever it may be. But um, so much is going to happen. Thank you guys uh, for tuning in. Once again, uh, to continue the conversation, there was so much to talk about, so much emotion. Let us know what you guys think. One more time, where where can they find you girls?
3: Um, You can find me on Twitter. The handle is at Kim Lai Yingling. Also, you can go to my Facebook fan page.
2: It's Facebook.com backslash Eaton Asian. And Gabby Same for me My Facebook fan page Gabrielle Loren With the number one And then my Twitter Gabrielle underscore Loren Thank you Ronnie For the applause I appreciate it
1: <laughs> And remember Follow at, at After Buzz TV. If you do mm. any purchases On Amazon Go to AfterBuzzTV.com first Click on the Amazon banner Purchase away and uh, if you're it. a video gamer, go to gameflycom TV. 15-day free trial. It's it'll be worth it, trust me. Take us out of here,
3: Ronnie. One more
0: day to go. Woo. Stay with us. Have a good From night. Bing.com, Executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV network.